So hi everyone and welcome back to our podcast. Wait, let me call my sister. It's me, your host, Bianca, and today I've got one of my best, best friends on as a guest, as I know his story is going to inspire you all so much. Zara's one of my best friends from when I used to live in Dubai. For anyone who doesn't know, I spent five years living in Dubai in my 20s, and Zara played a huge part in my journey and my life and experience living there. Zara's a mum, also an entrepreneur, I'd say you inspired me a lot and supported me throughout my, I saw the first journey while I was there. So yeah, really wanted to get you on. Cause I'm I love so you. excited to be on here. Well, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then we'll delve into a few topics. So my name is Zara Kadam. Um, I'm a 36 year old um, entrepreneur. Um, I have two kids. My eldest will be 13 in January, so I still can't believe I'm going to have a teenager. Um, my youngest is 10, and um, I I met Bianca when I was living in Dubai. Um, I also moved there for about 13 years, and now I'm back in Toronto, where I was like where I grew up. Yeah, amazing. And I came to visit like just before lockdown, wasn't it? It was so much. Yeah, fun. I know. So really wanted to get um, you on as a guest as your story is like no other. And I know it will really inspire mums, you know, women who are wanting to get in the beauty industry, as well as I think I actually, we shared this on um, when I had my sister Anushka on the podcast, because she also was in the beauty industry, had a salon. And then I think lockdown has really changed who, what she, what her passion was still loved beauty but now she obviously has a cafe and wellness store and we have my social sister and the message behind that was really how like it's okay to change your mind you know it's okay to be a mom and decide like actually I don't want this career anymore I've got a new passion so I I really um obviously yours goes so much deeper than that actually like moving countries and everything like that I there's so much I think but yeah, let's go into a bit. How did you start? Like, how did you get into the beauty industry? You really made a name for yourself also in Dubai. Like you was, I remember when we met, you was doing princesses and maybe even queens, you know, shakes, everyone in Dubai. Yeah, I mean, done by you. I mean, to be honest with you, um, just being in the beauty industry just started off as being a hobby. Um, I was 17 years old. I had just moved to Dubai. Um, my dad had an import and export business and um, he wanted me to go to work with him and like do the accounting and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, um, he in the import and export business, it was like in the souks of Dubai. So it wasn't like the nice areas of Dubai and it was all male dominated. So I kind of felt really out of place there and kind of like a culture shock, even though I am Iraqi. But growing up in Toronto and, you know, being in the western part of the world uh, to now being in Dubai, and, you know, in this like Muslim country and um, you know, just being uh, around all these men and stuff. It was not my passion. I didn't like it. I wasn't, didn't feel comfortable. So um, one day when my dad thought I was working, I was actually online Googling, uh, you know, just 
Mac because I, I realized that they had a Mac shop in Dubai and Mac is from Toronto. So I, I was very familiar with it. So I'm like, oh my God, they have Mac here. So like, let me just see if like what it takes to get a job there. Mind you, I had no prior experience or anything like that. I just love to do makeup on myself and my sisters. Um, so I, I ended up calling them and um, the manager had answered the phone and she was like, oh, like from the way that I was talking, she was like, oh, like I love the way that, you know, you speak and stuff. Uh, would you mind to just come in and uh, we have an interview? And I was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. So, I mean, that's really where it started. I kind of went in for the interview. The job was mine right away. Um, and, um, you know, that hobby quickly turned into a massive career for me for many years. Wow, that's amazing. That's totally like manifested. Pick up the phone, and then what's the chance? I love that. I didn't actually yeah. know that. So, I'm and I think it everything happens in divine timing too, right? Because at the time, um, my sisters had both landed jobs in Dubai as well, and um, you know, I felt kind of like, oh, like what am I gonna do? Like, you know, what what like what career path do I want to take? And um, and even though like I no one really thought that like makeup was like a career especially in my family they're like oh what do you mean makeup like you know you can't be doing makeup as a job but actually I ended up being very very successful at it and um I worked at Mac for about uh two years but I realized that like I was gaining so many clients that I was like okay I could do this on my own I could start freelancing and then really just kind of took off from there I started getting introduced to all of the you know um high-end families in Dubai and like the chefs and the royalties there and uh they loved my work and I loved working with them and yeah it was just an amazing experience yeah I remember you sharing with me about that job and like flying to different countries and things like that like it must have been such an amazing yeah because well shortly after I was like freelancing um I got approached by Chanel group who had two makeup lines at the time that they what like that were under them it was bourgeois and Oon, both from Paris so they asked me to be their makeup uh their regional makeup trainer for the whole Middle East and it was the best job. I got to travel to countries where I probably would never go to. And uh, I got to go to Paris three times a year. So, I mean, that really was the highlight of my career because it made me able to save so much money that eventually I opened up my own beauty salons. And in July, it's going to be 10 years since we opened Blowout. Where we met. Yeah, where I met you. I can't believe 10 years ago I opened Blowout and we had two locations in Dubai. And um, yeah, I couldn't be prouder. Wow. So just on that story alone, like what advice would you give to someone? Obviously beauty and like makeup is massive now, isn't it? Like it's not like it was, I'm sure, when you started, when my sister Anushka started, you know, it was very much like what you just said. I mean, like mind you, when I started, there was no Instagram. I mean, there was only Facebook pages, right? There was no Instagram. There was not all of this stuff. So it was really like a word of mouth that kind of really um, skyrocketed my career. And I always say like, you know, call me old school, but I think word of mouth is the best way of advertising and getting, um, getting you know, your name across to people because people will always want to uh, go to somebody that someone else will recommend. I mean, mind you, now we have platforms where we can actually express that yeah. um, on social platforms. But back in the day, you know, we didn't have all of that. Yeah. So it was a great way to make a name for yourself. 
absolutely uh, people trust people don't they that they have it's like their opinion and yeah we do have these platforms now but if you recommended someone to me from when you was say when you came on vacation to london then i would obviously much rather go with that makeup artist because i trust you as a makeup artist i know that you know like yeah, what and, i mean exactly and for people that don't know in dubai um uh for the locals when they get married the weddings are only women so there's like uh, like it can be anywhere from like 500 to a thousand women in one ballroom and your makeup is your resume so when people see a girl and she comes in and she looks stunning with this beautiful makeup the first question they're going to ask her is oh my god where did you get your makeup done so I mean you really didn't have to advertise because when you would do people's makeup for weddings you would just get calls and calls and calls and inquiries right after because people wanted you to do their makeup next wow amazing love that story so so inspirational and as i was saying then everyone so yeah that's when me and zara met obviously i used to live in dubai i went to blowout which is zara's salon i first met your sister abby so zara also has sisters like i do and um yeah i think then yeah i remember i remember do my makeup like for some pictures well, I remember I used to see you, you used to come and get your nails done. And I used to think, oh my God, like this girl's so pretty. Like, I just loved you. I don't know. I just gravitated towards your energy. And I was like, I would always like look at you, but I was always like, you know, a little bit shy and stuff. And then I think one day means you were just talking and I was like, oh, I would love to do your makeup. And then, I mean, then we just became best friends. <laughs> And the rest is history literally like this yeah. is a very funny story i think it started off so tame like we yeah going out like avalon toast yeah. <laughs> like french montana in the club <laughs> i mean mind you i didn't have a large so uh, social circle in dubai because i was so busy i was a single mom um you know i had so much responsibilities so you really you know just like you said i was a big part of your life in dubai you were actually a huge part of my life in dubai because i actually felt like i had a friendship that i mean look we've both moved out of dubai and it's been almost five years and our friendship is still strong so that's how you know it, it was a genuine friendship yeah no totally i i do value our friendship so much it was so real and you know i have other friends in dubai too but i think like we would go out a lot whereas mine and your friendship was very much like go around to each other's house and you know like the normal yeah, knew the basic things the normal things like we weren't caught up in the whole dubai hype i yeah. think me and you just kind of like we we both felt really much at, at home with each other yeah no definitely so what maybe what like advice would you give to someone maybe wanting to get into makeup now then I mean I know times are different or maybe not even makeup you said it was obviously a hobby which then you turned into your job by just reaching out like calling up Mac putting yourself out there like that's a big thing isn't it to be able to have the confidence to just like call someone up obviously it might not be as easy now to just like call the place up or even like dm i bet like companies get so many like instagram messages and emails but what advice would you give someone that maybe is wanting to start out in that industry or or, or something that they've got as a hobby and they want to turn it into their career well, so when I started my career, I was 17 years old and now I'm 36, right? And one thing that I've learned over the years is that if you truly love what you do, 
you will be successful at it, right? So for me, because it was a hobby and because I had a passion for it and because I genuinely enjoyed doing it and I loved it and I wasn't really doing it um, for the money because I mean, at the time, I mean, I was getting paid peanuts, um, but, you know, it started off as something that I loved and I had a passion for. And then it just kind of like evolved because of that, right? Because the intentions and, you know, what I was doing it for, it all aligned with my purpose and like it became a career. Whereas I think a lot of times people, they chase things, not necessarily because they have a passion for it, it's because they just want the money or the fame or whatever it is that they're after. And I think that's the number one mistake that people make um, because once, you know, if, if you're not aligned with what you do, it's just never gonna work. Mm. You really have to, enjoy what you're doing and then once you enjoy what you're doing I feel like the universe just kind of like gives you everything else that comes with yeah. it yeah. and I've learned that um because now that I've gra uh, gravitated uh, towards the financial and like investment industry um it's also something that has become a passion of mine and I've seen I've, I've seen like oh my god I'm becoming successful in this as well and both things um, the dominant, like the common denominator in both things is the passion and like really enjoying what you do yeah. um, and believing in what you do, right? So for any girl that's out there right now and she's like, wants to get into whatever field that she wants to get into, just ask yourself, does this really align with what I believe in? Do I enjoy it? Um, you know, do I forget the money and all of that stuff? Because all of that will come over time. But yeah. you just really need to enjoy what you're doing. And that's the key, really. And it, it took me so long to learn that. But now looking back, I'm like, wow, that's why I was so successful. Mm -hmm. And that's why I became so talented in it, because I actually put in the work. And yeah. with consistency and hard work, anything is possible. Absolutely. I totally second that and back that so much. Like, yeah look I can even feel that like in the way that you're speaking like and even just thinking back and looking back at the jobs and careers choices and like moves that I've made like and the ones which maybe didn't feel so good and I was down at the time it was because I was completely aligned with it so it was probably never gonna you know like be the success and the future that I had in mind whereas now I feel yeah. like I really found my true passion and purpose and it's um like once you find that once you find something that you're really aligned with and you're passionate about I mean you, you know you look back and you're like wow like look how far I've come because you grow so much in that field because it just brings so much value into your life and to other people as well yeah no definitely so maybe let's rewind to five years ago when we both decided to move and leave from Dubai. You was in beauty at the time. I was still, I saw it first at the time. Mm -hmm. I moved back to the UK and you've moved back to Toronto. So what's life been like in the past five years then since you've obviously left Dubai? And now I should just um, you you're in the financial and investment industry now, still, you know, in beauty too. Yeah. How's so and um so the last five years really have been a roller coaster um I moved back to Toronto uh, to, like to Toronto at the end of 2018 
Um, so I really just had a year here trying to figure it out. Um, I was, when I moved back, um, I had a plan. Um, I had a couple of investment properties that I decided to Airbnb. And at the time they were doing amazing. Um, you know, I, I was getting a great income on, um, all those apartments while I was kind of trying to decide about how I wanted to bring blowout to Toronto. We wanted to like branch out and bring it here. Um, and then the pandemic hit. Mm. So that kind of like knocked everyone out of like, you know, no one knew really what to expect. No one knew what was happening. The whole world kind of shut down, right? Um, and in Toronto, especially, we really had it bad because we were shut down for a lot, like a long, a lot longer than the rest of the world. Like I remember uh, in Dubai, my sisters were shut down for like, I think two or three months and then that was it. They never got shut down again. Whereas we were shut down maybe the whole year and open for like two months probably. So yeah. the schools were shut, the shopping malls were shut. We couldn't travel, we couldn't do anything. So really for two years, um, my life was at a standstill and I needed to decide what I wanted to do and how I was going to generate an income because uh, Airbnb was no longer allowed, um, you know, so everything was becoming an online uh, tool to create money. And a lot of people were, you know, starting to create an online income. And um, I got introduced to this amazing platform and uh, I've been doing it now for almost a year. And uh, it kind of like, you know, sometimes... Uh, there's a saying, uh, you know, you plan and God laughs because God always has a better plan for us or a different plan for us. Right. So I thought I was going to come here. I was going to open up blowout. Everything was going to be cool. You know, um, I was just going to do my thing. But no, actually, my life turned uh, did a turn, I would say, for the better, because now I have more time with my kids. Um, I have uh, a new passion, which is helping people and impacting people in the financial industries and really educating people on all the financial markets where it took me like 36 years to kind of learn all of this because they don't really teach us this kind of stuff in school. And mind you, being an entrepreneur and having access to money and making money and always being financially independent, um, I didn't really understand how to manage my money. So it really taught me a lot and kind of like introduced me to a whole new world wow yeah it's really interesting the business that you're involved in now like tell us a bit more about what it is that you do now and how like I you know I myself have been involved in online businesses and I am so pro them like anyone who's listening to this and is wanting you know like they call them side hustles but if you really are passionate and aligned with it and like fully invest in it and go all in with it not like so long after starting it it can be your full-time income I've well, just always sure. had so many businesses going on that like I've never been able to give them my full 100% but I fully believe in these businesses like they are the future and what I love is not even just like the business side of it it's like the community how like personal how like much it's driven by like personal development and like everything that like I believe in and that I like teach and support my clients with now a lot of it um started when I joined a network marketing business in lockdown 
I can honestly say like I can now see like looking back how that was the step stone for me to get the confidence see that there was other like nice people out there and like other people out there that all rooted for each other that gave me the confidence to really step away you know from I sort of first where I didn't feel that like empowered and and like secure and all of those things so I'm so thankful for the online businesses that I did get introduced to at that time no, 100%. I agree with you. Um, the thing is, when I was in Dubai, I was surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of successful people, a lot of, you know, like you were an entrepreneur, I was an entrepreneur, um, my social circle there, um, you know, and the proximity of people that I had, we were all on the same uh, wavelength, and we all had the same mindsets, right? But coming to Toronto, unfortunately, I was not surrounded by this, like the same kind of people and like, you know, people with the same um, mindset as me, uh, people, you know, who were like hungry for success. It wasn't like that at all. So I find I found myself kind of um, in this like limbo of like, okay, well, I have like my friends that I've grown up with my whole life and, you know, who are important people in my life. But at the same time, I felt like I needed so much more to grow as a person. And I wasn't getting it in the environment that I was in. And, you know, they say you're a product of your environment. So the number one thing before anything else that attracted me to this platform that I'm in is that the community and being around people that are making six, seven, eight figures, and you're just like, sorry, one second, my dog. Okay. So it was really the community that kind of, um, you know, I gravitated towards because I wanted to be around those kind of people so that I can grow as a person, not only in my career, but just my self-development because I felt like I had so many limiting beliefs and I never really worked on myself. And um, then I, I was seeing all these younger people that were so like driven that had like, you know, all these like, um, uh, like habits that like, I was like, oh, wow, like at such a young age, all these people are doing this. So it really made me want to learn more and like, you know, be a part of it. And I'm telling you, like, being a part of a community and around people with the same goals as you, the same mindset as you, it could really help you further your career a lot faster than if you were to do it yourself because you are the product of the five people you hang out with you know like they always say so if you're hanging around with five broke people you're going to be the six and if you're hanging around five successful people well guess what you will be the six and that's exactly what I wanted I wanted to put myself um, even though I felt like I was throwing myself in the deep end in an industry that I had no prior experience to, I knew that if I put in the work and, you know, um, I was consistent that I could be successful at it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I know from like speaking with you, like how all in you've been in this business and, and the recognition that you've been getting, you know, from the ones at the top right from day one, which is so like, must be such an amazing feeling. Um, So what's like a day to day life? Like what's a day in the life of you like now then? Uh, well, now that I'm able to create an online income, I spend a lot of my time at home. So it gives me a lot of 
peace and so much gratitude because for so many years being a single mom I was like working 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 and like makeup and being in the beauty industry it requires you to physically be there and physically do like the job so that you can get paid right so it took a lot of time away from my kids especially when they were younger and stuff and mind you I mean I was living in Dubai so we did have a lot of help um, because you know access to help is a lot easier there but being back in Toronto um, like I said I'm just so grateful that I'm able to generate an online income so I can be at home with my kids um, I could you know take them to school bring them back do homework with them cook dinner but at the same time while they're away I could sit down and focus and you know start trading, make some money in the morning, get on live calls, uh, you know, have conversations with my team, game plan, and just kind of connect with people on a daily, daily basis to help them um, with their financial struggles and to try to impact them. Because one thing that has really brought a lot of um, uh, joy into my life now is helping other people. And I think that's what I was really missing for so long is the impact. Yeah, um, and having that right now and being able to help other people, I think that is just, um, you know, the number one thing that I'm just most thankful for. Yeah, no, definitely, it's it must even just like the hours when you work in an industry such as beauty, it's like weekends, evenings, isn't it? So it's it's. I, mean, like I didn't have any days off. I was twenty four seven. I mean, I mean, in Dubai, weddings don't start in the morning; they start late at night. So you're there, like doing the bridal makeup at ten p.m., and you're literally on standby until two, three o'clock in the morning, and then wow. same thing the next day. Yeah. Um, and so when I didn't have makeup clients, I was in the salon. And when I wasn't in the salon, I was with my kids. And when I, you know, so I would, I never had time for myself or my self development yeah. or just to kind of like understand, like I had been through so much trauma and I was trying to glue all the pieces together of my life and try to hold it together for my kids that I really like neglected myself for so long that only recently was I able to kind of touch base with who who am I like what what do I want and what fulfills me and like kind of yeah. heal heal myself inside and I'm still on this healing journey but I've come such a long way uh from where I was even a year ago yeah no absolutely and I love that you touched on that because you know friend to friend from just hearing your story now some people might think like oh my god you know like she was able to move to Dubai and could have had a job with her dad but then she called up Mac and got her dream job and then she went up and up and up and had her salon and then she moved to Toronto and started a new business it might sound like for someone like well that can't happen to me when it mm -hmm. can but like I love that you touched on the trauma because I want like people to know that also like we've all been through things in order to be able to get to this point of reaching what our true passion and purpose is you know it's that not giving up going through the healing journey doing the work and like yes some of us start it right in the middle some of us like get to that breaking point where it's literally like who am i which is definitely the point i got to um yeah, yeah like how have you or like do you want to go into like some of the things which maybe like you've had to like overcome in order to be able to then like carry on yeah I mean um listen at a young age um I lost my mom when I was around 12 years old um so that was really hard for me because um 
it wasn't like at the time I hadn't just lost my mom. It was like my whole family had separated. My dad had left and moved to Dubai. And then my one of my sisters went to one uncle's house. The other sister went to an aunt's house. And then me and my brother had stayed at my grandparents' house. So really, in, in one day, my life just flipped upside down. I, you know, I had a beautiful house and I was living with my brothers and my sisters and my parents. And then one day, everything was kind of just taken away. Um, so I think um you know being brought up in a middle eastern household we don't express ourselves and we don't talk about feelings it's not really something that's a common thing that we do so for so long i had kept so much inside of me that you know um i had moved to dubai when i was 17 uh met my husband at the time uh, when i was 18 and i had no prior experience or you know i hadn't dated anybody else so like i was with him for four years got married very young mm -hmm. um i didn't know what self-love was so yeah. i just thought that okay you know like the way that I was being treated was the way that I should be treated and for so long I dealt with so much abuse and um I became to really started to like lose confidence in who I was but I didn't understand even who I was at the time because I didn't have any guidance I didn't have anybody telling me you know this is right this is wrong yeah. um until I kind of broke away from that and I got divorced when I was around 27 and then you know um I went from like one bad relationship to the next of abuse, all kinds of abuse, verbal, mental, physical, emotional. Um, and it really kind of destroyed my character. But my the only thing that I would say for anybody that goes through those kind of things is that to keep your faith strong, because when you have faith, um, you kind of can overcome anything. And I mean, trust me, as you know, I've been through my... <laughs> fair share of trauma um and I had to I, I got to a point where it was like a dead end it was either I was gonna let this drama define me and keep me in victim mentality and I would just have this story that I would just tell people like I'm a victim I'm this I went through this or I could take all that pain and all that suffering that I did internally because being a Capricorn I don't really express myself which is not a good thing but I'm learning to be more expressive as I get older um and I could take that pain and I can you know show people that like yes everyone goes through trauma and everyone goes through heartache and everyone goes through bad times and some don't have family and some do and you know what can you do to change your life and overcome all of those obstacles and really be the person that you know that you deserve to be and show everybody that, listen, if I could do it, you could do it. And for so long, I did not have that belief in myself until recently, really, until I started to really believe in myself and started to understand that, like, listen, if I really want something, the only thing stopping me is my mind and my thoughts. Yeah. And of course, that comes with self-development, that comes with working on yourself, that comes with, it's not easy, but it's very, very possible to change your life around if you really commit to, uh, you know, focusing on the solutions rather than the problems, you yeah. know, and, um, and not feeding into the negativity because our thoughts are so powerful that we don't understand that like, you know, even if you, I used to talk so negatively, even about myself mm -hmm. until like my sister was like, Hey, like, you know, your words 
like cast spells you yeah. know don't say things bad about yourself don't even as a joke you're your mind doesn't know that you're joking. Like, don't say, oh, I feel ugly or I, I look fat or I look this. No. So every morning, like I, I am now the master affirmations queen. I have affirmations all over my house, on my mirrors, on my doors, on my books, on my laptop, everywhere I go. It's like, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am confident. And, you know, I just love these affirmations. And it took me so long to learn this, but I'm just so grateful that I finally actually got to a point where I could, you know, be learning these kind of things and evolving in my life. Yeah. And those things like really do have like the most biggest impact. They like, like you said before, like the change or the growth that you've had in the past year, you know, it's, it's phenomenal. And it's so amazing for me as your friend to witness and be a part of as well um but yeah so happy for you and the place that you're in now what would you say the future holds for you then like for anyone who's listening you know where can they also uh, I have I have so many goals and so many um things that I aspire to you know to I mean just even for myself just my personal goals and my work goals and just everything now I understand how the universe works now I understand how manifestation and, you know, all of that kind of um, aligns in, in our everyday life, right? So it's like, I'm just so excited about what the future has to offer because I know now, like I have the right steps and the right tools really to get me to anywhere I wanna be. And uh, I'm just like not, before I used to like not even wanna wake up sometimes, I used to just wanna cry and just stay in bed. But now I'm just so excited to get up every day and to kind of like get one step closer to my dreams because I'm so excited for what the future has for me because I know the sky's the limit, right? And God is always gonna be by my side. He's always been by my side. He's never left my side. And like, I know that I don't really need anybody else and with God and, you know, with me going every day and like consistently trying to reach my goals, anything's possible. Absolutely. Woohoo, love that. <laughs> so where can the women of our sisterhood find you on social media if they want to know more about you or reach out to you to even just like have a chat or find out more about your business and what it is that you do like where can the women or what is your handles on social media so my instagram handle is um zed kadom which is zed k-a-d-o-m mind you now that i am in the financial industry there are a lot of fake accounts out there so beware i always send uh, uh voice notes to people that try to get in touch with me so that they know it's me so i mean don't be shy come say hi if you want to know any information even if you just want to talk even if anything that i said today resonated with you in some sort of way even about trauma about family about moving countries about switching careers about even being a single mom um i'm always down to like interact with new people and if i can impact your life in any way that kind of fulfills me so yeah just shoot me a message anytime amazing well i know that some women will especially like everything that you've just shared like it's so relatable isn't it like all of the things that you have obviously been through like so many women will also be going through the same and i think until we actually speak out about this stuff it's like we do feel like we're the only one 
So I, I really hope- a lot, of, uh, a lot of women suffer in silence. I mean, I was suffering in silence for many, many years. And you actually were a big part of me kind of um, getting out of my shell, you know, and uh, just kind of like tapping into my inner self and understanding like the trauma that I had been through. And you really helped me um, see myself in a different light and a, a light that I hadn't seen myself in so many years. And for that, I really want to thank you because you are actually a big part of my self-development journey. Thank you. You've always been a big part of mine too. I love oh. you. I love you. <laughs> so yeah, as I will also put Zara's links and everything like that in the show notes in the caption of the podcast episode. Do let us know if you've had a listen. Tag both me and my social sister, obviously, and Zara in any of your stories if you do listen, because we love to see. And yeah, please leave us a review. So thanks everyone. Bye. Love Bye. you guys. <laughs> Ben, can you bet it? Can you see I bet it? Ben, can you bet it? Can you see I bet it?